Now, the third lesson today will be the role of the husband in the marriage. And uh, the definitive chapter on marriage in the Bible will be obviously Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 through 33. And in that passage, he shows you the fundamental concept of what marriage is, what it, uh, what it should be, and everything that, uh, how it relates back to your relationship with the Lord on an individual basis. And we'll look at that today. But here's what it begins to say. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be their own husbands in everything. Husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Now that is the definitive passage on marriage, and actually everything that anybody would ever need to know is in that passage. The problem is most people can't get it out. I want to show you how that, when you go through this with them, some of the key points that you want to, uh, uh, that you want to, uh, you want to lay out for them. And uh, I always say this, and if I don't say it, I think it in my mind. I deal with a lot of marriage scenarios. I deal with a lot of husband and wife relationships. I know the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 and 33, that the husband and wife relationship, the husband is to be Christ to his wife. But I got to tell you that in many, many, many cases, the husband who everything rises and falls on leadership, he'll either be Christ to his wife or he'll be the antichrist to his wife. Now, I don't mean antichrist as in the man of sin, but addition, but the, but the opposite of that, the anti, against Christ. He'll either be Christ in her life or the antichrist in her life. And, um, and now, obviously, honestly, sometimes he gets pretty close to the son of perdition, but, uh, uh, but this is my point. You'll notice in the passage here that he gives instructions. And he gives instructions to the woman and he gives instructions to the man. The first thing I want you to see that when he talks to the woman, he gives the woman four verses to her. When he addresses the man, he gives him nine verses. Uh, and because his role is the master role of the plan of God, his role is to be Christ to his wife. So there's more direction input given to him than it is to his wife. And of course, when you come down through there, the Bible make, makes it very clear that the relationship that every man has with Christ should be a transponding relationship that he has with his wife. Bible says five things that a husband does for his wife, and yet most husbands have absolutely no clue how to do most of these. First one is, it says he sanctifies her. The second one says he cleanses her. Third one says he washes her. 
Fourth one says he nourishes her. Boy, I bet you couldn't find 20 guys on the planet today who understand what it means to uh, nourish their wife. And then the fifth thing is cherish, cherish, cherish her. His job is to be, is to present himself and his wife at the judgment seat of Christ without spot or out wrinkle. That is the fundamental bottom line for any husband. It's that old thing of short term or long term. The long term goal of a husband in a marriage is to get his wife to the judgment seat of Christ without spot or wrinkle based on his spiritual leadership as Christ, and I say it again, not the Antichrist. Now, the key to that, that is in verse 1, or verse 21, the first verse here. It says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. In a marriage, there has to be a dual submission. Most husbands, many husbands, maybe I shouldn't say most, many husbands only want a one-way submission. They want their wife to be submissive to them, but they're never interested in being Christ to them. And then they never understand why the wife doesn't turn out the way that they want them to be. And it's because, and I say it many, many times, everything rises and falls on leadership. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a submissiveness to each other in a biblical order. And that order is found uh, throughout uh, the Word of God. Now, he accomplishes this through his leadership. And leadership in a marriage is absolutely vital. Uh, you can't expect a woman to lead. When a woman does lead, the marriage is out of balance, and uh, it's going to cause some problems. It's just as simple as that. It'd be like us having a church, me being a pastor, taking no role of leadership, just letting anybody in the church lead, or designating 20 guys to lead, and not really exercising or giving any real leadership. It would be chaos. And yet many churches do that. And that's why marriages turn into chaos, because uh, he has to be the leader. And he accomplishes it through leadership uh, in three aspects. And uh, these three aspects will form the fundamental balance in a marriage. Now, these three are found in a woman's life. We're talking about the role of the man first. And then we're going to see that they, they're also uh, responsible in a woman's life for a man. They're the same three. Now, the first one is lordship, the second one is relationship, and the third one is fellowship. Now, when I talk about lordship, I'm not talking about that uh, you're a lord over her. And many husbands feel that and take that position with their wife. And uh, the wife, to him, has no real value of saying anything, and that's going to cause you some problems. It never ceased to amaze me how that uh, when marriages break up, when a husband doesn't do what he's supposed to do, and he treats his wife like a dirt bag or a piece of trash and just all of those terrible things and says terrible things to her and, and dictates to her and is lord over her and has no value to her and she can't have an opinion. He has to control everything in her life. I've seen it happen so many times when the marriage breaks up. He sits there and scratches his head and wonders what happened. And of course, what happened is right before you, it's easy. You can get it on Fox News, CBS, NBC, ABC. In Syria right now, there's 200 million refugees fleeing Syria. You know why they're fleeing Syria? 
because they're under the oppression of a dictator who gives them no value, who beats them up and taxes them and does everything despicable to them, and they want out of Syria. And in your marriage, when you are a dictator, your wife's going to want out of the marriage. She's going to flee the oppressor. It's so simple. Tune in Fox News tonight and the Megan Factor. You get it. It's right there. Can't miss it. And so, you know, he through his understanding will know his wife is made up of a tender balance. And her three needs is, uh, you know, that he's the only one that can meet them. All right, the second thing, uh, the first thing is his wife has physical needs. We're going to look at these for a moment. And this will be be met through the fellowship aspect of it, uh, of the man and his wife. They're best friends. Their day, every day gets better. Uh, it's a thing where uh, they, the, the things that they do together, the times of the couple, the building a deeper physical relationship, uh, a deeper spiritual relationship. He does it through the second thing, emotional needs. He meets this through the relationship with Christ. Remember, lordship, relationship, fellowship. And uh, he, he, he accomplishes that through the relationship looking at her as his most prized possession and understanding that it's uh, his job to fulfill her emotional needs, realizing that a woman has a very, very fragile spirit. And, uh, you know, last week we talked about the uh, four of the key components, communication, trust, forgiveness, and unity. Never being too tired or preoccupied to stop wherever she's at and to help her with what she's struggling with. A wife's emotional stability will totally depend on her relationship through Christ, through her husband. Uh, He's Christ in her life, and uh, unfortunately, you know, in many cases, he's not. And every woman will have a, a maintenance level. It's the husband's job to find out that maintenance level and then maintenance it on that level. It's not the wife's job to find out the husband's uh, maintenance level and maintenance him. He has to be the leader. He has to be the leader. Then the third thing is she has spiritual needs. And this will be met through the lordship relationship with his wife. Uh, Being Christ in her life so she can build a proper relationship with the real Christ in her life. A woman has two men in her life. She has an inner man, which is Christ, and she has an outer man, that is her husband. When those two don't match up, Ephesians 5, you're going to have problems. It's just that simple. When the real Christ in her comes up against the Antichrist that she's married to, and again, I'm not talking about the Antichrist as you're thinking it, but against the principles of Christ, you see you have problems. Being Christ in her life so she can build a proper relationship with the Lord. Being a spiritual encourager. Being her spiritual rock. Someone she always looks to in the times of trouble and tough times because she knows uh, that he's God's man and he is the rock that she can build her emotions on, not the other way around. When in doubt, she goes to her husband. They go through the word of God together. Uh, The model for a husband will be his own relationship uh, with Christ. He's a female. A bride. Bible says he's a virgin. When it comes to my relationship with Christ, I am the weaker vessel. When a man understands that from that perspective, 
and he sees himself in that perspective, then he better understands his relationship with his wife to him or him to his wife because of the fact that he can see it in his own relationship with Christ. That's the model. That's the model. That's the model. And uh, just as the Lord meets his needs, he will see that uh, and then talk, uh, you know, and, and, and take what he has learned through his own spiritual relationship and then transform it into his wife. And that's what he does. He has to have his own personal relationship for it. This is why so many husbands, on the end of the day, you know, hear me say it all the time. You want to find out what a, uh, what a family's real uh, spiritual relationship is at home? Just look at the kids. The kids will be everything that will show you exactly what's going on in the home. And it's the same way. Uh, when you look at a man's uh, relationship uh, with his wife, it'll show you uh, if he, I mean, he can know the Bible up one side and down the other. That's not the issue. The issue is he's failing to make the correlation between his relationship as the weaker vessel to Christ and then him as the Christ of his wife's life being the rock in that relationship. And, uh, and, that, it, it, and that's where the failure breaks down. And just as the Lord met, meets his needs, he will see that and then take what he's learned in his own spiritual relationship and then transfer it into the relationship he has with the wife. A good leader will always be a good listener. It's just that simple. A husband will need to be the facilitator. Uh, he doesn't need the wife facilitating to him. Real leadership is seeing and understanding the situation, no matter what it may be, and then working this problem to get to the point where you facilitate an end to it uh, in the relationship and you, 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 you draw things out of, of the wife that she is not willing to just to lay on the table. You don't get angry about it. You don't get frustrated about it. You just do, and this is where it breaks down, you just do with her what Christ does with you. You work through the relationship and the process to get to an end result. But you have to be the leader. You cannot be the weak one. You have to be the leader. And this is why, as I go back to what we talked about in previous lessons, the balance in getting a marriage in the first place. Someone who is spiritually a woman or a man who is spiritually, you know, higher than the person that they're bearing, it's going to be problems. You're out of balance. And trying to meet that balance, especially if it's the woman stronger than the guy, it's impossible. And at the very best, you're going to struggle uh, all of your life till the man gets up to speed. And you know as well as I do in most cases, that never happens. That's unfortunate, but it just never happens. So you begin to see how that the, that the, the aspect of the relationship that the rule of the husband has and it goes back to the definitive passage in the book of Ephesians. That is the key place for every man uh, to understand his role and obviously for the woman to understand hers. But it has to go back to that. All right, that will put an end to the lesson on, on, um, on the man.